This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today we have Jeff on from iSolved, and our topic is, should AI and chatbots be trusted to onboard new hires? I'm excited about this topic, so uh, let's just jump right into it. Jeff, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and iSolved? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Uh, so iSolve is a business. Uh, we are focused on enabling companies to just deliver an exceptional employee experience. We provide that through both a, a cloud-based HCM platform that kind of runs pretty much from everything, which is you know, going to be good for us to talk about today from sort of onboarding all the way through and even hiring all the way through to benefits and, and workforce management and the rest of those things that are important. Uh, and collaboration tools and so on, and also rolling in um, a lot of expertise that's sort of on demand, so HR augmentation services too. So we do a lot of that, maybe about 5 million people in the US touched by our technology and our services for about 150,000 companies around the US. So we've got some good reach, which gives us a good perspective. Um, For myself, I lead the product uh, and solution marketing and strategy team. So I spend a lot of time um, looking at emerging technologies, looking at the shape of things as they emerge in, in the sort of overall um, HCM, HR world, and, and the sort of intersection of that with technology, and then making sure that we as a business stay fo- focused on the right things, pointed in the right direction. So it's a, it's a really interesting job. I love where we're at right now. And this topic is absolutely the place to be having this conversation. I think this is a great topic to be talking about. Well, as a recovering marketer, one of the things I would tell the audience <laughs> is uh, what I love about iSolved is it's wonderfully marketed. I mean, it's beautiful brand. Everything is just, uh, it's its not, it doesn't look like an HR tech company, which is, a, is the highest compliment I could possibly give uh, <laughs> iSolved uh, because most of the marketing that's done in HR tech or rec tech or whatever is really boring and uh, and really ugly quite frankly. So uh, iSolved has transcended that. It's just a beautiful brand, well pushed, well put together, everything. So whomever, yeah. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that had a lot to do with that, but it's just wonderfully Absolutely. done. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. Yeah. The uh, the difference between, let's start with the kind of uh, the difference in between AI and chatbots and the way that you think of it for the audience. Mm. What What is the difference in their minds or, or what is kind of a... Mm, difference in your mind between mm-hmm. you know, what is AI in this as, as, as it relates to this topic and chatbots? Yeah, of course. Well, first of all, I would say that chatbots, you know, many of them will use some version of AI, of artificial intelligence to um, do a couple of things. One is to sort of respond more intelligently and the other is to, to sort of learn as they respond so that they can continue to sort of track and, and uh, and stay ahead of, of what people are asking them. So, you know, a lot of chatbots use AI, but but artificial intelligence overall, despite honestly being horrifically over-marketed and overhyped over the past few years <laughs> and thrown into every really cheesy horror film and, and science fiction film you could possibly imagine, 
actually is very, very pervasive in a lot of technologies already, is already delivering a huge amount of value, um, often in places you don't expect and in ways that you don't really think about. And so it's such a ubiquitous technology and set of technologies, and it does some things really, really well. Um, and chatbots is certainly an example of that, but it is, you know, its reach is so broad. Um, it's going to be challenging, I think, in a few years to find technologies that don't in some way lean on some kind of AI engine that's delivering, you know, some kind of extra capabilities. Do we, do we even get into kind of the difference between NLP or machine learning and AI? Because yeah. I, I, I love the, and I, I believe you're spot on with the overhyped part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think it's both, both sides. Uh, it's vendors, you know, we'll go to a conference like HR Tech, right? And vendors, you go from booth to booth and everyone says AI. Okay, right. so you got that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you've got on the practitioner side across, you know, the spectrum that y'all deal with. I'm not sure they really know what AI is. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm actually not sure that the vendors outside of people, you know, that are in product uh, and tech, mm-hmm. I'm not sure they know the difference yeah. uh, between any of those things. Like I did this bit at Greenhouse mm-hmm. uh, Open in May where uh, I said, listen, I just don't believe that practitioners actually know the difference between blockchain, Bitcoin, NLP, uh, AI. And I just listed all these topics, right? And so the person I was with, they're like, no, they, they actually do, William. You're just you're just being really pessimistic. I'm like, no, I really believe that. And I said, just pick somebody in the crowd. So they said, okay, that guy. So I literally walked up to him and said, hey, doing just doing kind of a straw poll here. What's the difference between uh, you know NLP, uh, machine learning, and AI? Just basic stuff. Mm-hmm. They said, I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> so I didn't know no, again, a survey of one does not <laughs> small sample. But small not sample. very helpful. Not helpful. <laughs> not, yeah. What's your take? What's your take on people's literacy when it comes uh, to these mm-hmm. things? Yeah, I yeah. Also, <clears throat> I think this is a good question. I've been lucky, actually. I've worked for a few AI technology companies that were actually doing actually real things with AI. Actual AI, so, yes. Actual yeah. real things, yeah, that actually work, um, <laughs> which has been nice because it's given me an opportunity to sort of dig in. Mostly it gives me an opportunity to sit with down with people that actually really, really understand it and, and actually kind of get them to explain it to me over and over again so that I, I can follow it. Um, but yeah, I, you know, natural language, NLP, natural language processing, right, is one of the, the things that you can do with AI where it's, it's looking for ways to... Um, interact with human beings in the way that we're comfortable, right? Human beings are language machines. That's what we do. We make, you know, we make words. And when we can't think of a word for something, we make up a new word for it. We're amazing communicators. It's so foundational to even the human condition, this sort of desire to communicate. And what AI can do is um, when appropriately built and properly trained and correctly delivered, and there are so many caveats in there, but when you do it right, um, it can it can enable people to communicate with other technology devices in a way that feels much more natural, literally the natural language processing part, right? The natural kind of communication, the cadence of communication, the style, and good natural language processing tools that, that are often built into chatbots will, will learn, right? They can, you know, they can learn not just what certain things, you know, what questions are being asked, but even how individual users are asking those questions so that they can learn that when they use this word, they really mean this word. And so there's a, you know, there's great, um, there's great potential yet to be realized, I think, 
in that space of natural language processing and, and human interaction with AI that can that can unshackle us from a lot of the sort of the you know the artificial um, communication media that we've been required to use, things like keyboards and mice that we learn to use, um, but they weren't sort of natural to a human being. Language is so natural. So I think AI can, that's one of the great things it can do. AI can enable us to communicate with technology and with each other in ways that is much more natural to the sort of the, the way we think and the way we, uh, we typically communicate. But that. again, you've got sort of gen, more broad AI. There's, there's a lot of other things going on there um, that we can, we can certainly explore. Yeah. And, and for those that are listening, it's uh, the word potential. When you're in your 20s and 30s, that's a compliment. When you're in your, <laughs> when you, when you, when you're, when you met, when you, when, you, when you're 40 plus potential is, is actually not a compliment. So <laughs> yeah, keep that in the back of your mind. Let's, let's talk a little bit about onboarding and your take on yeah. kind of how, first of all, we're talking with, we're talking about should, so let's just, let's just mm. kind of answer that question. Should these things be used in onboarding of new employees? Yeah, I think the, the the short answer to that is there is a lot of good reasons to use AI technology in the onboarding process and, and in the various steps therein for things that we can definitely talk about. Um, there is there are things that AI does exceptionally well when correct again when when built properly and trained properly that add huge amounts of value to the experience of onboarding for everybody that's involved. And I think that's going to be the key to saying whether this is a good idea or not is delivering a better experience for the for the employee during that sort of onboarding process and even before onboarding, to be honest. Um, and I think uh, also for the employer, all the people that are, you know, the recruiters, the hiring managers, the folks that are, you know, administrating these things, giving a better experience to them too. I think there's a lot of friction in a lot of processes that have, that have sort of grown over time that AI can help us cut through in a bunch of different ways. So, should we? Yes, absolutely. Can, I mean, and are we? Yeah, companies absolutely are. But again, you've got to you've got to approach this as it's an enabling technology. It isn't somehow a magic wand. It isn't going to make. It isn't going to fix everything. It's going to enable you to do a better job of certain things. Yeah, I see it. I see. Uh, I agree. Uh, obviously, and I see it as connective tissue mm. between uh, kind of disparate candidate experience and employee experience. You know, onboarding has historically been the baton pass between recruiting and HR. Right. And, uh, and <laughs> you know, if you if you ever watch a four by four relay, <laughs> batons <laughs> get dropped. <laughs> yes. uh, that happens uh, quite, quite often. And I think this is true of onboarding, historically at least, that we romance candidates. They say yes, offer letter accepted, start date, you know, all that type of stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, the romance is over. And I think there's, you know, again, I think there's ways to make that experience, extend that experience. Because mm. you touched on something I think is, is, is also fascinating that the audience should hear about is a lot of the, this movement of pre-boarding where mm -hmm. after the offer letter has been signed, but before the start date, there's some things that can be done that I, I believe AI and chatbots can have a wonderful hand oh, in creating yeah. that, you know, again, that again, there's just disparate, you know, experiences because they're dealing with different teams mm -hmm. of people. So what's your, what's your take on, on uh, pre-boarding? Oh yeah. 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 I, I mean, you know, we, we've all sort of been through this, I'm sure of <laughs> the, that sort of initial, you know, the excitement. I mean, and the thing is, it's such a, I mean, 
the process of going through interviewing and, and, and you know, working your way through all of that. And then that moment of sort of triumphal, you know, uh, um, the accolades you receive of, yes, you, we, we want you, you're the person we're going to join this company. And you sort of have this amazing sense of, I, you know, I've achieved something. I've finally, I've reached the summit of this particular opportunity. And then all of it goes dead and just falls completely flat because then it's three weeks later and you haven't heard anything. And that's a miserable experience for the employee. And it sets such the wrong tone for everything else. And, you know, we've done studies um, of employees in the U.S. And, you know, we asked about the impact of that sort of, you know, the whole onboarding process. And it's, it's absolutely devastating if you don't get it right. You know, we saw, I think, one statistic, there was something that like was well over half of the employees that we asked had said, you know what, they actually considered going somewhere else because the onboarding was so bad. And the pre-boarding is absolutely a critical part of that because that's the moment of truth, right? That's the moment from, as you say, we've gone from that sort of initial, you know, the, the, the sort of the, the, the interviewing process and the, you know, the, that, that sort of moment of, of the, almost the honeymoon is here. Yep. And then when you switch and suddenly it goes quiet and you don't hear anything or you can't get answers or you're not sure what to do next and you don't know who to turn to, it becomes a very unpleasant and unnerving sense of, wait, did they forget about me? Am I really not that important? And I think to go back to the original topic, that things like chatbots are great tools, AI generally, great tool for handling the basic stuff that you might ask, like, well, okay, what, you know, oh, I, I forgot to ask, what are the company holidays? I forgot to ask who, you know, what's the organizational structure I'll be working in? If I need to move my start date, can I do that? What's the, what are the benefits over here? I need to, I forgot to ask about this benefits, or can you remind me of this? so many transactional points that I think that aggregate into a good experience if done well, also aggregate to a really bad experience if ignored or not responded. And they're basic and you can fix that with simply being available. And I think one of the availability tools can be chatbots and AI overall to help navigate that conversation to a much, much better outcome. Yeah, it's, and it's the questions, and again, this, there's a library of questions that anyone would ask from candidate to employee mm -hmm. that transition. Um, and it's and and again, having AI and chatbots to then be able to answer those questions because people are working from home, uh, mm -hmm. working all around the world, different time zones. So it's not as easy as walking down to HR or whatever and asking a question, uh, which of course is hard enough um, to be able to just uh, be able to ask a chatbot a question and say, hey, Quick question, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, about, I love that you say, can I change my start date? That's a great question. But I also think that, um, you know, that's, there's a reactive part mm -hmm. that, that, uh, that chatbots and AI can, can play a part in and that, okay, you're a candidate, now an employee, freshly minted employee, you have questions. Okay. There's a bank of answers over here, or if there's not, we'll find somebody that can answer that question. Yeah. Um, yep. But also I think there's probably an element of preemptive um where where we here's some of the questions that commonly come up right. and you know do you have these questions or if you don't have these questions do you have any other questions that we can handle uh so that you have a wonderful experience yeah i think that's that's exactly right that the whole one of the great values that ai has is not just its capacity sort of to navigate the transaction effectively but to learn and to respond you know pre, you know um preemptively as you say. So, you know, the, the nice thing about AI is it's really good. Generally, you know, good AIs are good at looking at and understanding large amounts of information around trends and common, you know, common events and looking for patterns. And 
they can very quickly identify, this is the common set of questions I get asked. Why don't I, you know, why don't I help um, provide the information up front so you don't feel like you're having to sort of be pulling teeth. And then we can deal with the, the exceptions beyond that with a, you know, natural language processing. And I think the other thing that's really interesting that comes out of that is because you're able to start to identify what questions are coming up regularly as a recruitment team, you can start to identify, well, actually, we probably should spend more time on this because everybody asks about it. So maybe we should fix that up front and make sure everyone understands that. Or maybe we should make sure there's some materials we can send out in advance to preempt it so they don't feel like they have to ask about it. So I think there's a, you know, the combination of AI as a um, responsive technology, but also AI as an analytic technology and even a predictive technology help you shape a much better experience in a whole bunch of places. Right. And again, as we talked about, on, you know, that onboarding um, is, a, is a critical, critical place to get it right. Yeah, it's it's funny because you know onboarding used to be a binder or an hour or a day <laughs> or a week. It was this thing, right? Right. And uh, you'd go in a room and hope the things worked out. But it's so different now. The expectations, I guess, is is really the expectations, and, and it's. I won't even put this in generational. I think uh, I think the expectations have just shifted to. I had a I, I've because consumer experience i want to have consumer experience at work and so right. i want to i want to have that i want to be able to and everybody go to any website you know that's you know there's a chat bot there that i can ask it questions and mm-hmm. you know like my sons are both gen uh, both gen z and they're they'd rather talk to chatbots, which is a different problem <laughs> or a different <laughs> opportunity if you will because uh, they, they don't they'd rather not interact with humans and just interact with chatbots uh but uh, I wanted to ask you, because we've both used the phrase, if done well. Mm-hmm. So, so for the audience, what, how do we set that up? Like, what are examples of if done well, especially as it relates to, to onboarding and chatbots and, and AI? Like, let's, let's talk about if done well. We don't have to talk about the catastrophes and not, not done well, <laughs> but, but if done well, what, is that, what does that look like? And maybe if you have some examples, that'd be great, too. Yeah, well, I think some of the examples we've already touched on, and yeah, you're right. There are there are plenty of horrific examples of AI um, in the world of conversation that that are probably best left uh, left on the ground and not touched. Um, you know, I think it's a case of of enabling the, that conversation to be very natural and to be very. Um, you know, the worst is when you're sort of trying to guess how do I ask this question so I can get an answer. Like, what word do I have to use so that I can get the answer on benefits. Like, do I have to ask it like this? Do I have to put a capital B? Because that, you know, it's a it's crazy stuff that you see when we're trying to interact with technology that's poorly put together. I think what, what works really well is, you know, when you've got it, the, the technology in a place where it can respond very naturally to a whole range of different kinds of questions without requiring the, the sort of the, you know, the, the, the human element to start to guess how it wants to operate. So you don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to act like a robot. I'm happy to talk like a human being. I think the second thing is that, that you have things like chatbots that are able to guide. So in other words, if you ask a question that's like, I don't know what that is, have it help you, have it guide. Okay, may, are you asking about this? Maybe that's what you're talking about. Is it something like this? I love um, that. I love that. First of all, I love that because it's the probative nature of it. And yes. it's like someone says, you know, but again, back to the example of uh, may I uh, switch my start date? You know, it's like, okay, uh, 
So when you, you know, so yes. Uh, so let's get some more specifics around that. Are you thinking about a day? Are you thinking yep. about you need to push it back a week? You know, etc. Like, like again, technology can do that. Absolutely, <laughs> you know, we can do it as humans, but technology can do that and and let humans do other things. Yeah, and that's I think there's, there's a few things there. Um, you're absolutely right. First of all, the technology is quite capable of doing that. If some, you know, if you want to put the the if you invest appropriately in building it that way. Um, I think the other thing I would talk, I would sort of say is that one of the really nice thing is if you can continue that capacity to have the conversations through all the steps of the employee sort of life with the business. So in other words, chatbot, absolutely outstanding, great tool for those, for those onboarding questions, but continuing that capacity to have that very natural interaction through all the other steps and all the other things that HR and the rest of the business will do. So in other words, to sort of have that, you know, and I, I hesitate to use the word relationship with the AI chatbot, but you know what I mean? It's, it's a, a sense of I can go to it and ask it almost anything um, and have it connected to all the different elements. That's really powerful because now I have a place that I can always go and say, you know, I don't remember. How do I do this? What, can you tell me who does that? Or how would I get access to this? Or what's the best way to do that? So that from, from pre-boarding to onboarding to every single day, every interaction, there's a consistent way for me to interact with the fabric of the human resources infrastructure in a way that is very natural and that helps, that, that, that elicits interaction. And that's so powerful because now you're switching from, oh no, I don't want to get, involved. I, I'll put this off. I, I want to ask that question, but I won't ask it now because I've got better things to do to something that is much more natural and immediate and feels like actually there's something, there's, there's, a, there's something in there that's there to support me. That changes the, the rules and it really sort of reshuffles the deck when it comes to thinking about how I experience working with this business. It's, it's funny because as, as you're talking about it, one of the things that I think about is it's not just the employee. There's a whole ecosystem around the employee, uh, partner, mm-hmm. spouse, you know, wife, husband, whatever, children. There's a bunch of other questions that will, that that person might have. That, that aren't even their questions technically. And so again, they might not, they might not raise their hand for, for fear of like, maybe they don't want to come across and ask that question. It's mm-hmm. you know, difficult or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I love the idea of like, okay, you know what? It's just chatbot. <laughs> it's right. good. Not going to get offended. You're good. That, exactly. You know, we've seen this. I've, I've seen this in a bunch of the other technology areas too, you know, healthcare technology, those kind of areas. Um, AIs do not have a, they don't judge, right? It's a, an AI is a judgment preset. You can ask it the dumbest question ever that you'd be totally embarrassed to ask. And it will be happy to answer it and will not judge you for it. And it will move on with it. It's like a, it's like a dog. Dogs are always happy to see you. It doesn't matter. You come in the door, dogs are like, I have two pit bulls. They're, they're, every time I walk in the house, it's like they, they haven't seen me in weeks. It's like, <laughs> I love it. Um, the last thing I wanted to kind of get your take on as yeah. we talk about the build process, because mm-hmm. I know the audience will probably have these questions in their mind. If mm-hmm. something's broken, you can't replicate what's broken with AI and chatbots and, and expect a different experience, right? right? So what do they need to do to kind of audit and uh, create something great and then replicate it in AI and chatbots? Yeah, you're right. Actually, the, the in fact, it's worse than that. It, not only will it, you know, not fix it, it'll almost certainly make it worse. Right. Um, so, 100%. Right. So, you know, I think that the, the first thing is you're right. You're 100% correct. You have to start with a, 
you know, a really cold, honest, sober look at the process today. And that means you've got to go back and talk to people that have been on board. And I've, you know, I've done this in companies, um, talked to people and had that conversation. Like, how was the onboarding experience? What was it like? Like, what was the worst part? And man, will you hear some good stories. And so you have to do it. You have to figure out what is and isn't working. And then you have to start to deploy, you know, and I would say incremental is, is always a good thing here. Incremental improvements that you can measure and then focus on what's the next worst thing to go fix. Um, trying to sort of do a moonshot, you know, solve everything in one go can, it can work, but it, it can also be an awfully draining process. I would say incremental improvement, um, look for, look for trends, ask people and listen to the answers. Like don't come in with a, you know, that's no, that's not what we're like. If, if everybody's telling you that this is their experience and that's probably yeah, their experience. That's, right? that's Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think there's an element of vulnerability here that, mm -hmm. that we probably haven't talked about, but probably a separate podcast in and of itself is that you've got to ask them pretty much at every step of the way, how are we doing? What would, yeah. what would you change? What, what, yep. what could we make to do to make this uh, process? And Again, luxury hotels, almost all luxury brands, they do a marvelous job at this. They're constantly, it's almost like a finger on the pulse. They're constantly getting feedback so that they can improve their process. Yep. And interestingly, that's one of the other areas that AI can help. AI is actually can, can be used very effectively as a, a steering mechanism for the experience. This is what's happening. This is a common set of behaviors. It takes this amount of time to do this. Um, this trend, this is trending in this direction. There are lots of things you can do with AI on the analytic side to just sort of give you some steering towards what's, what can be improved and what should be improved and what's happening when you try to improve it. I love it. Jeff, this has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much uh, for your wisdom and your time. Oh, no, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at Recruiting.